Rough Rider Talk Radio presents Rick. We are starting off September 30th. It's my birthday today. Woo, woo, it's your birthday. Go, boy. Hey, listen, man, we're going to start off with some scary stories. This one is about an architect and his key to his house. There once was a man named Edward who designed and built his own perfect house. He lived in it for many years until he eventually passed away. A new family soon moved in. But whenever they went into the basement where Edward's personal study had been, they would always get the feeling that someone was watching them. Oh, that's nasty. One day, the father of the new family decided to fix up an old jacket. With a tailor in town, had told him, It was beyond repair. So he went down into the old study. He laid his jacket on the chair and then tried to see if there was anything in the old desk that would help him mend it. But the drawers were all locked and he couldn't find a key anywhere. The next morning he came back down to find the key on the desk. All of the drawers were open and his jacket was completely fixed. No one can explain that one. Nah, that's pretty telltale. A mother's love. Another story. This one's about a mother and her love. Some people actively go out looking for ghost encounters. And every once in a while, they find one. When Kevin was a teenager, he and his friends had heard about a dangerous turn on the nearby highway that caused many accidents over the years. It was now haunted. The most well-known story was a mother who took her own life after her son had crashed his car and died there. It was said around town that her ghost remained in the deadly turn to protect people from ending up like her deceased child. Kevin and his friends decided to put the theory to test. At night, Kevin drove his friends out to the highway. When the group of boys arrived, at the turn, they pulled over. They brought a bag of flour with them and proceeded to sprinkle the white powder all over the road and the grass and the car. The idea was to get footprints to prove that the ghost was indeed real. The boys hopped back in and began to take the car around the turn. When Kevin accelerated faster and faster, he heard a thump. The car came to an abrupt halt, as if someone had slammed down on it with their own two hands. They immediately got out of the car and saw two woman-sized handprints in the white flower on the hood. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. Here comes another one. The ghost in the hall. Four young women moved into an old New England apartment together. You know, the types with the squeaky floorboards, long, dark hallways. A month after they moved in, the roommates realized that her favorite stuffed teddy bear was missing. The others all said they hadn't touched it or seen it. Weeks went by, and she almost forgot about her teddy when something strange happened. She opened the door to one of the closets they hardly ever used. 
And there on the top shelf sat her furry friend. All of her roommates swore they had no idea how it happened. Now, whenever the teddy bear goes missing for a few days, she knows exactly where to find it. A voice in the desert. Two young men in their 20s, Josh and Dan, went on a camping trip together in a desert over in New Mexico. They didn't take much with them besides their sleeping bags, food, and some materials for a fire. After they cooked their dinner, they fell asleep as they gazed up at the starry night sky. The beauty and the peace of the trip were short-lived, however, in the early dark hours of the morning. Josh was startled awake by what sounded like Dan's voice, but frantic. The voice said, come here, quick, look, sleepy and confused. Josh got up to see what his friend was talking about. He heard again, come here, quick, look. It sounded unnatural, a perfect repetition. Josh took a few steps forward, and then someone grabbed him from behind. He turned around to see Dan with his finger in front of his mouth, warning Josh to keep quiet. They rolled up their sleeping bags and they left. They still don't know who or what was trying to lure Josh away into the desert. Freaked out by the spooky story, these hilarious memes will calm you down. We will try and find another good one. Disney. <clears throat> no one steals twice. That's a Disney movie. That can't be too bad. When the candle burns. Three little girls were having a sleepover one night when they decided to try to host a seance. One of the girls' name was Clara, recently lost her grandpa and wanted to see if she could communicate with his spirit. The three girls gathered some candles and a few items that belonged to the late grandfather. His watch, his cigar case, and a photograph of him. The girls held hands and started the seance. Suddenly, the candles began to flicker, and the hands on the watch began to spin. Clara was sure it was Grandpa. Elated, she began to talk to him and ask him questions. She wanted to know why he blocked her all the time on the phone. She couldn't figure it out. When all of a sudden, one of the candles flew, as if by some invisible force, and almost hit her in the head. Grandpa would never do that, she said. She was shaking. She was right. It wasn't her grandpa. And whoever it was clearly did not like being disturbed. The Ghost of the Stanley Hotel Opened in 1909, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, was originally a posh getaway for guests seeking solitude in the mountains. However, as the years passed by, occupancy declined, and by the 70s, the Grand Hotel had fallen into disrepair. It was around the time of the farmer and famed author Stephen King. He spent the night there 
in the now famous Room 217 and was inspired to write The Shining, one of his most well-known novels. The book and subsequent blockbuster film helped return the Stanley to its former glory, and now guests come in droves to see the hotel that inspired one of the scariest horror movies of all time. Given its spooky history, it should come as no surprise that many visitors report strange happenings. Aware of the ghostly rumors, Texas resident Henry Yaw booked a last-minute getaway in April of 2016 to check it out. After arriving, Yaw had dinner. Then he wandered around the Stanley, taking photos, stopping at a staircase. He waited for the people to clear the area, then took a picture, thinking nothing of it. Later that night, however, Yao, he fell seriously ill. I felt real sick. I had the shivers. I was like, something's really wrong. He told Today, the show, his companion suggested that he go to the emergency room, but Yah, he refused. On the trip home, Yah began swiping through the photos he had taken when he discovered what he said was a really, really strange image. It was of someone standing on the stairs, except no one had been there. The next day, he posted the photo on Instagram, half-joking that he had captured a ghost. And the world took notice. Almost overnight, Yao found himself in a limelight with this ghost picture, warranting attention from global media outlets, paranormal experts, who wanted to examine the photo. Some experts say that there are two ghosts, and other people say the reason I got sick was because the ghost was trying to materialize, taking energy out of me, he said. There are so many theories about this. And what does Yaw think? <laughs> I have no idea, he said, with a laugh. I don't know. I tried to do some research on that, the Yao story. And it is exactly the way that that article writes. Um, I tried reaching out to Yao just to see if he would respond. And I... I've gotten nothing. Hey, 2016, it's been six years. It, it, it's died down. It, it's not all hyped up like it was back, back in the day when it first happened. So little Ricky over here, he's a, a dollar short. Always, always ending up that way. Find something really cool to talk about, the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. I think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take an RV trip there. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to reproduce the television show Destination Fear. Did you ever see that show? Some people go out and they pick these scary places to go and they spend the night, a couple days there and everything. And I think a lot of it is a lot of hype that freaks themselves out and pretty scary. But let me tell you something. In a scary place like that, I don't think my heart could take it. I was at my dad's house one time after watching ghost stories and shit. And he lives up north, so there was a basement. And God, I was scared to death to be there, man. And, and you want me? And, and that's when my dad's there. And 
and the wife and everything. You want me to go to a scary place like that? And <laughs> man, that would just the trip there would be fun as shit, man. I I think just just the RV trip going, talking about it. I got cameras. I got equipment. I should do that. <clears throat> Cookie and I should do that on an RV trip. The one that we were going to take this past weekend before Hurricane Ian screwed it all up, we were actually going to end up in Canada, Montreal, and they got some pretty cool ghost adventures up there. And uh, it's really neat. We, we were going to partake in a couple of those, bring the microphone, the headphones and stuff, do some EFPs and electromagnetic pulses, EMPs, and just see what's happening, man. Try and see if we can't catch a disembodied voice. See if we can't get lucky just to have it, man. Wouldn't that just get... I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. So why wouldn't we go to the Stanley Hotel? Holy shit. I just thought of that after reading this article. That should be our next trip after this one. I think instead of the national parks that we've been going to and everything, I think we need to pick a scary location, like an abandoned prison, an abandoned mental hospital, like Destination Fair, that TV show did. And I think we should reach out to them and see if we just can't camp around it and just walk around it. Who cares about going in it? I, I don't think I would ever go in it. I don't think anybody can pay me enough money to go in one of those. I'm telling you. I would get scared shitless and, and die of a heart attack. <laughs> but to be camping in the parking lot overnight or something like that, that'd be really neat to do, man. Have a campfire and stuff and just look in the windows, see if you can't see shit in the windows, bring binoculars and stuff. Walk around the building, see if you hear anything. Get Look in the windows. Dude, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I'm telling you, I can't do the windows. I can't. Well, I can't do going inside. Yeah, that would uh, <laughs> definitely not, not work, but the Stanley Hotel. Now, that would be kind of cool because you'd be around other people. You'd be in. You'd be. I don't know about staying in room 217, though. That's. God, man. But they got that maze, right? Didn't Jack Nicholson and The Shining be out in that maze? That's cool. Joni and I were just talking about that the other day. Wanting to go and go in a maze. I think, bam. I think, you know what? That That is our next trip. And we are going to name it like a funny name like destination fear and we're we're gonna do that and we are gonna plan um for spring yeah springtime now i'm excited now look at that on my birthday trying to tell some ghost stories on the podcast get another show up and i just come up with another rv trip and if we're going to colorado Guess what state we're going to be going through? Oklahoma. And we'll pick up the lunch lady and BCV and little Charlie Babbitt and take them with us. That. Oh, yeah. BCV's trying to get a little van and, and convert it up here. And that would be cool for him to join the party like that. We get Cookie Sister Joyce. Her other sister, BCV, and man, we meet up at the Stanley Hotel, do some camping out and around, go to the maze. Actually, probably camp near there and then just spend the night there one night 
and do the maze and everything and then go back to the RV. I think that's what we'll do. I think that's what we, I think that's a plan. Listen to that, Zippy. I think that's good. Now, if if you have ever been, I know probably in each state they have amusement parks and everything. I know up at Cedar Point in Ohio, they do Halloween stuff. You know, Universal Studios here in Orlando, Tampa at uh, Bush Gardens. And it it's not fun because you know, right? You're at Universal Studios. You paid to get in. You know nothing's going to happen. You, you know, man, okay, you know, they, they might scare you, but you know it's just a person dressed up, right? But if you're at the Stanley Hotel or if you're at, one of those abandoned prisons, abandoned mental hospitals. Man, you know nothing's there. You know there ain't people there. Well, that's not true. There may be some people there that have a sense of humor that might screw with you. But most likely, nine times out of ten, it's it could be paranormal related. So that's what that's what really gets you. When you go to a place like that and it's the unexpected and you don't know. I mean, I watched Paranormal caught on camera, and there's this one guy at an abandoned place. And I, you know, I mean, there's a lot of computer-generated, CG-generated images and and spots and and little uh, clips, you know, that can be really scary and look real, but it's computer-generated. I don't know, man. This guy, he was up in an abandoned building, and there was something coming at him on all fours. It looked like something that was saying him. They call him the Wraith, I think is what paranormal people call him. And let me tell you something. That would just be scary as shit to see that. There was another one of like this moose walking in the woods on the side of the road. And the guy's taking pictures. And it looked like a Wraith was behind it, following it, stalking it, getting ready to kill it for its blood or whatever. Those are TV shows, paranormal, caught on camera. And again, you don't know what the producers do to, to make those images. I mean, a lot of the images, you know, even Bigfoot ones, when they show the Bigfoot shows, you can hardly make anything out. It's, it's terrible. And you try and figure out, is it real? Is it not real? What is it? And those wraiths, man, whatever they call it, it just, it's scary as shit. And some of those TV shows, they do, yeah, man, they get you. They get you. They get you fired up, man. I, and a lot of them are on at 9, 10 o'clock at night in the dark in the house, and you're getting ready to get a bed. Yeah, I DVR them and watch them the next day when the sun's shining. And I'm going to be doing like 900 different things, and hopefully I forget about the show. I just watch it scared the poop out of me. But, yeah, I think, you know, with this RV and everything, I think I need to rethink the next six years of our trips. The past six years have been, you know, West Coast, Grand Canyon, Yosemite, Yellowstone, Mount Rushmore, Tetons, uh, gosh, we were in uh, uh, Colorado up to, uh, gosh, the mountain uh, by South, uh, South Colorado, New Mexico area. We stayed on Navajo Lake and uh, Silverton 
I think was the name of the town. You take the train up to it, an old mining town. That was really cool. So we, we've done, you know, tons of trips like that. And East Coast trips. Uh, you know, Alabama's got some nice parks at the uh, uh, Army Corps of Engineers provide and keep up and everything. So now, after mentioning all that, that's awesome. I think now the trips need to be adventurous. And what more of an adventure than ghost stories, ghost hunting, and things like that. Man, if it's real and something connects to you and you bring it home, holy shit, how the hell do you handle that? What do you do to get yourself out of that one? Man, that would be the scariest thing, I think. And I think one of the things we would need to get would be depends. Yeah. Because if I got to run, I know I'm going to be pooping while I'm running. I mean, I'd probably do that right now if I had to run. It's been so long since I ran anywhere. So, yeah, I don't want to soil my my clothes. So, yeah, I probably would need some Depends. (laughs) Isn't that funny? And, yeah, I think think that would be really cool. I'm not sure how how Johnny's family would like to do that. They're more adventurous and want to go hiking and everything. They're not into that. I, I even tried to get them to go Bigfoot hunting when we were in Montana, and they wouldn't even go out at night with me. So I really doubt seriously that we'd be able to get them to to go on a trip like that. Eh, maybe Darren. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. He'd probably laugh, though. He probably wouldn't want to waste his time doing that. If he's going out on a trip in his in his little camper and everything that he's going to do, he, he likes setting up by the rivers, the lakes, and kayaking and snorkeling and all that kind of crap. He's not into hanging out at night and going ghost hunting and trying to find demons and, and everything. I'm not either. I've never done it. But damn it, I'm going to. I'll tell you I'm going to do it. Absolutely. I think that would be fun. I think that would be great. I'd really look forward to it, especially if we did one around Halloween. How cool would that just to film it too and, and upload it to our YouTube channel and, and, and just upload the audio to the podcast? Man, the people that listen to the podcast, they'd be freaked out because they would just go by our emotions and, and, and voice and everything and, and what's happening. I think that would be cool. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to do that. I don't even know if I can do it before October, if I can do something here local somewhere. But we are rescheduled for that trip to go to Ohio and and Canada in in November. We're going to go up to the uh, Indiana game. We tried the Michigan game, but the the stadium, Ohio, the, the team, the athletic department, they tried. They were trying to work with me to help me out. It was pretty cool to get me to the Michigan game, but it sold out, and they just couldn't squeeze us in. So I think we're deciding on the uh, Indiana game on November 11th, Saturday, November 11th, and then going to Canada. So maybe what we'll do is we'll do those ghost tours after after Halloween, and we'll still film them and stuff while we're up there doing it. Maybe we catch something, and maybe we bring it to our listeners and their fans. That would be really super cool. I think that would be great. So really looking forward to that um, and the idea of a trip like that. I, I think we're going to plan it. So we come back in uh, November. 
we have December, January, February, March. So like, like the end of March, uh, as long as we don't have to go up into the mountains out in Colorado, March still is a little hairy out there, but, uh, yeah, but man, that would be cool. So I think I'm going to start putting that together and, uh, we're going to get, uh, cookie to make a folder and all that. And we're going to pick and we're going to do, um, the, uh, trip out west to the Stanley and, you know, go through the maze and shit and maybe see if there's anything else around there that's close by. So I, I'm excited about that. Hey guys. Uh, it was great talking to everybody while, uh, it's my birthday and I know everybody's wishing me a happy birthday out there. I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. And, uh, keep your eyes and ears open for our podcast, man. We really need you guys to follow us. I need you to go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, please. I always post up a little short video saying I released another podcast and uploaded it. Uh, that's a way to, I don't do social media, so you can't follow me. So I don't, unless you subscribe to my YouTube channel, that's all I got. I, I You watch my videos, you'll see why I don't do social media. It's terrible out there. All right, guys, it's fantastic. Great. See y'all.